Hey, I appreciate you listening to the podcast. And just remember, if you need any help with investing or want a second opinion on your current investments, feel free to reach out to me at centurycitywealthmanagement.com. Have an awesome day. Hey, I want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives to share their top tips for success with you. Really excited to have Barry Coffin on the line today. He is the CEO and founder of um, MusicSupervisor.com. Hey, Barry, uh, welcome to the show. Oh, great to be on. All right. Well, hey, um, you know, I'm really excited to talk to you because, I, I mean, I'm just looking at the, the your stats. I mean, you represent 16,000 labels, 300,000 songs in, from over 78 countries, um, and you work in film and TV music licensing. Those are some big numbers, and I want to get more into your current business and what you're doing. But before we do that, as I mentioned to you, a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs that are just starting out listening to this show, um, let's start with how you started as an entrepreneur. Um, I was actually officially very late to the game. I didn't know I was an entrepreneur. Um, <laughs> anyone in the music business, you're an entrepreneur the second you start a band. I love you're it. Dealing with True. your brand, your identity, your you've got merch, you've got you know you've got all these things that you're doing. You're making investments in a product. Can you sell the product? You're doing events. Well, you're doing like the most crazy business ever without ever knowing that you're running a business. And it's you've got five different board members to make happy in the band. So, you know, I'd been one all my life without knowing it. And uh, um, I grew up in Houston, Texas. I went to the high school for the performing and visual arts and played in every band and, you know, was a top jingle singer, did everything I could do in Houston, then ran off to L.A. to be a rock star, um, where I ended up getting a – uh, I had publishing deals. I got a record deal with Warner Brothers, sold over seven copies, uh, but uh, ended up uh, settling on uh, writing and producing songs for film and TV. And I was successful with that. I ended up uh, just as a writer putting 200 songs in film and TV. I wrote wow. a number one hit called How Do You Talk to an Angel for a TV show called The Heights with Aaron Spelling with, with two other friends of mine from Houston. And, uh, and I ended up... Uh, being nominated for an Emmy for that, did, did a bunch of stuff like that, and then kind of drifted over into music supervision. And I really, it really started, I, I realized as a supervisor, there were a million programs for me to make music, but there was no software for me to license music for films. So I got some Texas oil men together, and, uh, and musicsupervisor.com was created in 2005, and we're currently, uh, you know, pitching – 80 to 100 film and TV shows uh, a month, and we're putting a song in a in a movie every three days. Oh my so, gosh, that's uh, absolutely yeah, amazing, so Barry. That those are those are big numbers. That's that's amazing. Um, and we're going to get more into that because I want to know a lot more about MusicSupervisor.com. But let's let's talk a little bit about that whole concept because I mean it hit me when you said it. You said I didn't know I was an entrepreneur. I thought I was a musician. I didn't really know. I think a lot of people um, have this misconception that they you know. They have to, you know, go. What makes them an entrepreneur is going out and getting that LLC. Now they're an entrepreneur. Uh, talk, talk to me a little bit more about just being an entrepreneur in your profession, just living your life, because that's what you were doing. 
Like, what does that look like? And I and I just you can keep it at the music space because I think other people would draw the connection between you know that and what they're currently doing. What does that look like for you? Well, I mean, it's not even just for me, but when you look at all the the musicians and people that I represent, um, the typical musician that that, that I'm working with, uh, there it's it's really part of the gig economy. Not only are they, are they entrepreneurs, but they're not in a single business either. Your, our typical musician plays in a wedding band on Friday and Saturday, has a church gig on Sunday and Wednesday, teaches lessons on Tuesday and Thursday, and does jingles on the side and works on his, in his, in his uh, you know, original band whenever he gets a chance. So wow. He's got, you know, he's got like four or five businesses he, he's in in any given week. Wow. No, that's amazing. And I get that. And it's kind of interesting that you say you bring up the gig economy. And I love that you bring that that buzzword up because, uh, you know, a lot of people, you know, that's a it's a new thing that's happening. But to me, it's really what's new is old. I mean, if we think pre like industrial re- revolution or, you know, industrialization, I should say, um, you know, everybody was entrepreneurs. They were called farmers, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you yeah. you made you made your food, you ate it, you know, you, you traded it in a in a you know in, in the city, and that was your and that was your life. Um, so I get that. Um, so let's talk about more about your your current your current business. So um, tell me a little bit more about that. Okay, sure. Uh, the one thing I would add that, that I think is interesting about the gig economy is it actually gives artists and entertainment people a leg up because they've been in the gig economy since the day they were born. You know, they. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're about, if you're a, a, a ballerina, you end up teaching. You took lessons before. You were, you know, if you're an actor, there's there's plays, there's commercials. You know, most actors start out, they survive because they, you know, they got a tampon commercial that paid them forty grand. There's there's it's it's unique in that that the art the art they they had to always cobble together existence through multiple sources. But I think it's it's one of the few things where entertainment has a leg up. And uh, as far as what we're, we're doing, I, I do the core business of – you know, I'm segueing in that for your next question. Uh, we do a core business of licensing for film, TV, and advertising. But in addition to that, once we had all the music, one of the things that we spent and invested a lot of our money in was uh, a search engine. So we built a custom search engine that will find music any way that you can find it so that – a a supervisor can log in at midnight. It's fully automated. They can go, I want a rock song, mid-tempo with a male vocalist. Sounds like that band Oasis from the 1990s. It's kind of sad, but it has birthday in the lyric. And I need it in Portuguese, and it has to have acoustic guitar. So our, wow. our system is a, Yeah. It, it's a search engine that makes everybody else look like a toy. Like iTunes and, and Apple Music and, and uh, Spotify, they have, what, 15 genres? I have 1,500. I got a genre for German drinking songs, Chinese funeral music, Portuguese photo, you know. Uh, so we're at a level, you know, we were made for professional music people who are looking. They don't have time, you know. Disney's got a, you know, a 48-hour deadline. They need, you know, Vietnamese love songs. So we <laughs> built a catalog to do that. Uh, once we had all this music and all these incredible independent artists around the world, and we've got 16,000 labels from 78 countries. I mean, wow. it's uh, it, it's an amazing collection to go through, but you have to have a search engine. You can't, you know, 
if you've got a million songs and you can't find them, or in the case of Spotify, if you've got 40 million songs in no search engine, mm-hmm. you put together a billion playlists and act like that's the way to discover music. Mm-hmm. So we see a hole in the market there, so we're going to take our search engine and we're going to create an independent-only streaming site. Um, and we're going to pay the artist way better, way quicker, way more. And, uh, and we'll have a search engine that makes, you know, for discovery that makes everybody else look like a toy. No one mm-hmm. needs to discover Beyonce or Taylor Swift. They need to discover <laughs> the next Beyonce, the next Taylor yeah. Swift. Oh, man, I love this. I love what you're doing because I have this conversation often and I'm like, well, you know, how do you find new music? And what you said, uh, was because, like, for a guy like me, like, I'll be upfront. I'm not claiming I'm on the, you know, cusp of anything or discovering anybody. I'm not in the industry. I don't spend all day listening. I feel like to find new good music, you kind of, you're going to see something that goes viral. You're going to see something, but that's not always the best music out there. And even if it's in the genre that you like, you can't find it. I can't find it. If there's a way, I don't know. Um, and Spotify, you're right. So, so, so that, that is my go-to. I say, okay, let me try this person's playlist. And maybe out of the whole playlist, there will be some, one song new that I, you know, hadn't heard or something like that. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is great. Um, but then I'm like, that's spent a lot of time to find that one song. <laughs> I had to listen to a whole playlist over time and to get that one song. So, man, I really love what you guys are doing just for, obviously, from the business standpoint, it's amazing. But from the personal standpoint, save us from Spotify. <laughs> well, it's, it's just a lot of fun. Like, we go through it. And, like, we hear all this great music every day. Mm-hmm. And now we're we're going to dumb down the search engine and make it really easy for the public so you don't have to be an expert to use it. Exactly. You know, oh, we've got great. some really great plans. It, it's and it's great for the artists too because uh, they there's some great music that that really deserves to be heard. I love it, Barry. I love what you're doing. So hey, where, so where can people find you? Where can they find your website? Where uh, you give me all give us all that good stuff so they can. Yeah. So yeah, if you say if you've got a a, a film or TV show or or anything that needs music, even for your your website, all that stuff. Uh, you just go to right now. You're going to go to www.musicsupervisor.com, and I'm just Barry at musicsupervisor.com. But very soon we'll we'll roll out a new platform uh, where you can go and and it'll not only include streaming but also downloads and micro licensing for small level YouTube videos. For you've got a new how to use the Acme Garage Door 2000. You know, as long as it's just on the on the on the web and on your website. We're going to have a micro-licensing arm for those guys, too. Oh, man, that's great. Um, I put out a lot of content, so I'm happy to hear that, too. So, Well, hey, Barry, thank you for your time today. I appreciate all you're doing out there for us entrepreneurs. Thanks. All right, well, thank you.